welcome to the Thrive Retirement Planning Podcast, where we help you design a retirement and life you love. I'm your host and retirement planning specialist, Carl Wollston. I'm the founder of Thrive Retirement Planning, and this podcast was created to address, integrate, and simplify the eight critical components that I believe every successful retirement plan needs to include. Often we see retirees and financial professionals make just maybe one, two, or three of these components, but it really takes all eight working together in alignment to create a successful and thriving retirement. This show is all about helping you reduce your anxiety about retirement and helping you get answers on Social Security. We're going to help you design a plan to replace your income and help you take steps to protect and grow your investments. And of course, the fun one, we're going to help you ethically reduce your retirement taxes. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back. Uh, The show continues to grow in numbers each and every month, and we appreciate the loyalty of our fans. And if you're here for the first time, welcome to the show. All right, today we're going to be talking about something that's been on my mind the last few weeks, as I've been meeting with uh, quite a few people who are thinking about retiring. They're thinking about, should I quit my job now and retire? Should I continue to work? What if they feel like uh, they're done working but don't quite have enough assets? What would you do in that case? So really, every person asks this question eventually, is it time to retire? And the real question is... uh, a little bit different. The real question is, are you prepared to retire? And it's quite common for people to save for retirement, right? We put stuff in 401ks and 403bs. We have work retirement plans. We have savings, all of these things to help us prepare for that retirement day. But as it gets closer, well, we all start to wonder, it's very common to start to wonder, am I really ready? Uh, A lot of people also realize that it gets a lot more complicated than they originally thought. Like all things, I mean, before you had a child, they say, hey, they raised a child. And then if you've raised a child, it's pretty complicated. You come home from the hospital saying, hey, I needed an instruction manual here and I didn't get one. And uh, for me now, where half my kids have left home, I'm going through that transition and learning to be uh, a grandpa. Uh, learning to be a little different, and it's it's a lot different than I originally thought. And as people approach retirement, and all of a sudden they get close, and they start scrutinizing a little closer, and they realize there's so many different things from taxes to estate planning to what do I do with my 401k, and should I roll it to an IRA, and does my advisor that I have now understand Social Security, and can they help me Uh, get answers? Are they holistic? Are they a fiduciary? All these different things people start asking themselves as they put together and scrutinize if they have the tools and the resources that they need in order to retire successfully. And so this episode today is really about five steps to prepare yourself for your retirement day. And then I'm going to share, I'm just going to be walking you through my methodology and helping you determine this. And uh, I do this over several appointments with clients. And 
So it's not certainly going to be going as in-depth as I would if I was sitting down with a client one-on-one, but this will give you an idea of the thought process you can take to help you determine if it's time to retire. So the first step that in my methodology and what I like to do is I like to understand and help people understand the social security benefit. It's one of the reasons why I'm out in the community teaching social security classes. It's one of the reasons why I have an online social security class you can take for free. You just go to thriverp.com. That's Thrive Retirement Planning. Thriverp.com forward slash SS for social security. And if you go there, you can watch that class free. And I love doing this because it's, it's really a foundational piece for most people as they're going into retirement. But there's a lot of nuances to it, and um, what may seem fairly simple um, can be actually quite complex, and there's often uh, things that you could do that could make a difference of $100,000 or more in retirement. So this is really big money we're talking about and big decisions, and it's something I really highly encourage you to get educated about. And of course, you've probably seen a social security statement, especially if you're getting close to retirement, because of course, that's a significant part of retirement. And you know, there's those three numbers on there. There's the 62 and the 70. 62 would be the earliest you take social security. 70 would be the latest. And then you have your full retirement age. And then of course, you have Medicare that's not on the social security statement, but that's another piece that's looked at. And that's why a lot of people still retire at 65 and take Social Security a little bit early because they can retire and have the health, uh, the health care they want without paying out of pocket for it. So, you know, a big part of understanding your Social Security benefit as well is understanding that there's a spousal benefit. So if uh, you're married to someone or, yeah, you're married to someone and that person um, hasn't worked as much, uh, maybe they were home raising the children, then they you can uh, look at a spousal benefit. And I have a link to the in the um, notes here under step one where you can click on, and I did a full show just on the, and an article on the social security spousal benefit. So that's, that's a resource I point you to. Also, I have an article uh, linked in here on one of my previous podcasts. Should I take Social Security at 62. That's one of my most popular podcasts. Uh, A lot of people are going and uh, watching that and getting some valuable information from that. So that's certainly something I'd encourage you to look at. Also, uh, look and understand what happens if you take early or delay. There's permanent reductions if you take early and uh, permanent increase if you take later. So those are all things to determine. But the last point I want to make about this step one is you don't want to make your social security decisions in a bubble. And what I mean by that is you can't just look at your social security, and of course you can. Uh, I would recommend that you don't just look at your social security decisions, decide on 62, 66, or 67 and 70, whatever those ages are for you, and you just then take it based on that amount. There's a lot of other factors that go into this, including how to integrate that with an overall income plan. How are you going to transition from a paycheck during your working years to Social Security and getting income from your 
various investments on top of Social Security. So step one is understand your Social Security benefit. And there's a lot of things to learn there. Uh, we certainly at uh, Thrive Retirement Planning, uh, people make appointments and they just talk with us just on the Social Security. Uh, we have them fill out some information on the rest of their stuff as well, just so we can, from a fiduciary standpoint, understand a full uh, picture before we give any advice. But we do that for free. We sit down and just talk to you about your Social Security and where you're at with your other stuff as well um, so that we can help you understand uh, some of the best options for you. Um, step two, after you understand your Social Security benefit, you can. Um, what you want to do is total up all your retirement income. So this includes your Social Security, right? It also includes such things as if you have a pension from work, uh, if you have an annuity you're going to turn on, if you have rental income, uh, you know, some people have that, that basement apartment that they rent out. Uh, so there's a lot of things that you can do in that regard, but you want to add up all those different incomes and make sure, specifically, I just want to throw this uh, piece out there, is that if you're making, for example, a pension decision, Make sure you just don't base it on your yourself. But if you're married, certainly look at, at that 100% survivor option uh, so that if you're to pass away, that continues for your spouse. Uh, also, once then you've totaled up all your income, you want to add these up at different ages. And what I mean by that is you want to run some scenarios of, say, uh, at 62, maybe at 65, full retirement age, whatever that is between 66 and 67 based on your birthday. You can see that on your social security statement and age 70. And you, you look at all of those and then you start to look at, um, well, before, before I go to that, my next point, because social security increases as you delay, the monthly benefit will increase as you wait. Okay, so those are all things to be looking at is 62 is going to be a reduced amount of Social Security, 70 will be increased, and maybe that's the case with uh, a pension that you have, uh, if you work a little longer, all those kinds of things. So that it's not just going to be, there's just not one variation of this. There can be some nuances to this. And then you write down that income at various ages. Okay, so you have a, a basic baseline of what you're going to have. Step three is you want to know if you have a retirement income gap. And I use a three-bucket planning system. I really believe strategy is more important than financial product. So one of the first things as we're sitting down with, with clients is we're really emphasizing that this is about the strategy during retirement. And then we'll figure out financial products or other things that help fit that. So it's kind of like if you went into uh, your local hardware store and you say, what tool do I need? Well, what are they going to ask you? They're going to say, what are you trying to do, right? And so sometimes financial advisors or individuals just say, I'm, I love this thing. I'm going to always use this particular product. For, for example, like I'm going to always use an annuity. Well, an annuity doesn't work in all cases. So it's just like a hammer doesn't work for all cases. It may help you demolish some, 
some things if you need to knock down a wall or say knock out some plumbing but if you're going to rebuild and put plumbing back in that hammer isn't going to do the job so make sure and find the right tool for the job you're trying to do so let's get back to this retirement income gap you have this retirement income gap and basically you want to think about this as this is you take your social security and whatever that income is but then what you have to start to do is then say i am going to have um, or this is how much money i need during retirement so let's just make this practical so if you know your social security between a husband and wife is say thirty five hundred dollars a month at full retirement age we're just going to start with full retirement age and it's thirty five hundred and you know that you need after tax maybe around five thousand dollars okay so you're gonna have to figure out kind of what your taxes are going to be in your and your tax bracket you're gonna have to look a little bit at that so um, maybe you say I, we need six thousand dollars and social security is thirty five hundred so there's a twenty five hundred dollar income gap in this example uh, met with uh, individuals this week who have a don't have an income gap they only need six thousand dollars and they're getting eight thousand between pensions and other things so they do not have an income gap which is a great place to be most people aren't there they have some type of income gap but you have to figure out what that income gap is uh, before you can really get into planning because now the next step is you have to get into some modeling of of what's going to happen in other buckets so income gap is figured in in bucket one in a three bucket strategy where you're figuring out what your income gap is and then what we try to do is put that money aside in a bank account um, for annually so you just know how to pay your how, how you're going to pay your bills during retirement and where your income's coming from and it's not it's not volatile in the market so that's that's your income gap you really want to figure out what that is make a plan for it make sure to think about other things that you want as part of it so if you're going to want a vacation or if you need a new car in two years all those kinds of things now make sure and be aware of if you're thinking of retiring early that uh, you're you have allocated for health care expenses if you uh, if you don't can't can't get covered from somewhere else or for example if you're a few years into retirement and the house is going to get paid off and all of a sudden you have an increase of a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars a month of you need that much less so that needs to all be taken in to income gaps so it's not just this linear progression you have to look at different ages and kind of some of where those some of those expenses are going to be and then you can figure out an accurate income gap okay step number four is you have to look at your other assets for retirement so what you want to do is make a list of your 401ks, your IRAs, your other retirement accounts and total them all together. And then you're going to need to determine which accounts to pull from first and analyze the tax consequences of each and become familiar with them. So for example, take money out of a bank account versus an IRA, which should you do first? Uh, a Roth IRA or a 401k and every situation's unique and depending on the overall strategy and what you're trying to accomplish, uh, you're going to have different variations of this and different dominoes. So then what you're wanting to do, you're going to want to do is model different withdrawal rates to decrease your risk of running out of money. 
And what I mean by that is you can you can pull out a certain amount to fill that income gap and you know where it's going to be pulled from and the taxes is a part of this and kind of work all that out so that you can understand how you're going to fill that income gap. But of course, you can't pull out too much or you um, have a much greater chance of running out of money. Now, I'm going to throw in here uh, as a bullet point is be aware of the sequence of return risk. And sequence of return risk is a fairly complicated concept. So I doubt here in my couple minutes I have with you, I can really do it justice. But the bottom, the bottom line with sequence of return risk is I really encourage people during retirement, you do not want to be in a position that if you needed $2,500 a month, and your investments are say 30% down because of a market downturn, that you're having to cash in that money in in that account and move it over when and sell those stocks and and liquidate to create that 2500 when the market is down. Um, that's not a place you, you want to be in. So that's just some good common sense. And what, what's an interesting piece too, I sit down with clients and we actually go through this and I educate you about the sequence of return risk. And the reason I do this is when, when you do that to a portfolio and you're pulling money out and the market is down, uh, it can really, really hurt the, the amount of money you have accumulated. Um, and it can, it, it's amazing how damaging that can be when you're taking money out during down years and down markets, um, there just isn't as much money to compound when you go to rebound uh, after the market's down. So for example, I'll just give you an example here. Say the market's down 50%. What would you have to earn to get back to normal? Well, you'd have to have 100% rate of return, right? So you have to double that back. But just think if you lost 50% and then you took money out, and then to get back to where you were, it's just, it's incredibly uh, difficult and, and it's hard. And you just don't want to be in that. So one of the things that in this three-bucket strategy we use is we, we put a portion of the money in, in, a, in a safer place uh, in bucket two where there's no um, there's, it's protected from downside risk. And oftentimes those, are, those can be in various places, but sometimes uh, an insurance company can be one place where you can find that. And of course, it's all based on claims paying ability of the insurance company. Um, and there's some, some nuances to how that's done. But just to put it on your radar, that's, that's the kind of thing in, a, in like a bucket two that could be really useful is you know that your, your money is protected from down markets. Now, like I said, there's a variety of ways of doing it, but that's one of the key pieces that we look for in bucket two, also that it can outpace inflation potentially and have growth on that, uh, on that money. Um, let's, go to, let's go to step number five, which is developing a strategy. As you have accumulated your money over the years and put money in a 401k and an IRA, your strategy has been to grow that money, right? Well, as you move towards retirement, growing your money cannot be the strategy. In fact, most people, as they're moving towards retirement, 
don't have a strategy, meaning they don't know when they're going to pull their money out of their 401k into an IRA, if that's what they're going to do. They don't know how they're going to replace their income. They don't know where they're going to pull their money from. They don't know how to protect a portion of their, their money. They don't know how they're going to invest differently during retirement. They don't know how to manage the sequence of return risk. They don't know how much they're going to be pulling out of their various investments so they don't run out of money. They don't know how to handle the medical or don't have a plan to handle medical expenses later in retirement. So there's all these things, right, that have to be done. And the way you accomplish that is by strategy. So my question that I like to ask is, do you have a retirement strategy? Do you understand your strategy? And the last big question is, how confident are you in, how, or how confident are you about that strategy? So do you have a strategy? Do you understand it? And how confident are you about it? And if you're confident about it, you should be able to pass what I call the pillow test. The pillow test is as you're approaching retirement and in retirement, as the market's doing what it's doing, can you sleep? Can you sleep at night? Or are you kind of like someone I talked to uh, earlier today, trouble sleeping as they're approaching retirement, afraid that the market will plummet right before they retire, and all of a sudden, what do I do with this money? And so, um, or... For example, like 2008 when the market was down, so many people had to either work longer or retire on less. All sorts of things happened because that money wasn't protected. So people, I have a 10-year rule I like to, to think about, and this goes with those three buckets I've been talking about. Money in bucket two, this protected, more of a protected part of a portfolio. This is, it's used to fill the income gap. So money that you're going to need to help with your income over the first 10 years of retirement or for the next 10 years during your retirement, I like to have in a bucket two type scenario because it just helps people sleep better at night. And that's a lot of times people are into growth mode, into growing those assets, and then in retirement they start spending assets and many people forget about protecting the assets. And that's a, a significant piece of your retirement plan as well. And then coordinating a social security strategy with all of your other assets, like and then putting the taxes around this and putting all the pieces together so like I've mentioned several times, I use the three buckets as kind of a central piece to this. There's other, um, other planners may use other philosophies, but in my opinion, you need a strategy and not just financial products. Determine an investment strategy then that aligns with your overall strategy, that aligns with your income plan and your social security strategy and not everything is a hammer, as I mentioned. Now, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And what I mean by that is we often think of retirement like this door we're going to go through. We walk through and then we're retired on the other side. It's like this event that just occurs. 
rather than it being a process or done in phases. And it's really liberating when you start to think of social of retirement as in phases, and especially from a cash flow perspective. So for example, if you're done with work at 62, say you're just burned out, you hate your job, it's changed, it's not what it used to be, maybe the stress is crazy, you're doing 60-hour weeks, uh, COVID, whatever uh, has been involved with that, but you're 62 and you just want to be done. But at the same time, you may not want to take Social Security early. Is there a scenario that this works? You don't, uh, and and I would say yes, there are multiple ways of making it work. Um, one is if you have enough assets, you could just fill that gap in. You could wait to take Social Security. You could fill it in with assets in the beginning. And uh, I give a scenario on this in that uh, Social Security Masterclass, that free one I was mentioning earlier. You can do it at thriverp.com forward slash SS. And I give a scenario in there and a case study where we, we did that with somebody where they wanted to retire early and wanted to be done, but then we delayed Social Security and we filled it in with income uh, from investments and we were able to make it number work and, and still allow them to retire. So that's a really cool thing. And But it's not just that. You don't have to fill it just with investments. Say your Social Security is going to be uh, $2,500 and you have had a job over the years that, you know, near retirement that's paid eighty or $90,000. And people are like, I just got to jump into that. Well, what if, what if you took a part-time consulting gig in your industry that allows you to work two days or three days a week and you're more in control of your situation, your hours, you maybe have new people to work with and it's a good situation and you can make easily $2,500 a month, which would be that social security benefit and you can still retire. Now you have to do your income gap work and make sure you're going to be able to fill your income gap. But my point is it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can retire in phases. And more and more people are doing this. They're finding creative ways to retire where it's not all or nothing. So if you know your Social Security benefit at 66 is going to be $2,500 per month, and you're going to also pull $2,500 from your investment. So I'm going to give you another example here. So if you know Social Security benefit is 60 at 66 is going to be $2,500, and you're going to pull $2,500 from your investments uh, during your retirement to give you $5,000, you can do this example of, hey, we're still going to have our $5,000 a month. We're going to start our... Um, we have enough assets based on our modeling to pull that $2,500 out earlier as well. And now instead of starting Social Security early, we are going uh, to uh, work and earn that $2,500. So there's a lot of cool ways of doing this, a lot of variations. So the real question, is it time for you to retire? Now, I've taken you through my thought process and I model, we model all these out with... Um, with buckets and um, an SVO analysis, we call it. Uh, we model it out with uh, Social Security and look at Social Security, look at all these components, and it can be complicated. And that's why 
uh, you should go to your financial advisor that you have or someone, um, someone that you trust or someone like myself, whoever you go to, someone who's comprehensive and holistic and kind of help you work through these. And if you do that, it can help you, one, have a strategy, help you understand it, and then help you be confident that you are ready to retire. So if you ever like to sit down and talk about your specific situation, just call my office, 801-810-8434. That's 801-810-8434. We're uh, just north of Salt Lake City in Farmington, Utah, uh, but certainly can work with clients via Zoom as well. Uh, you can also go to thriverp.com and click on the Get Started to just schedule right on the calendar where we can uh, sit down and have a conversation. Uh, we're holistic uh, financial planners. Uh, we are comprehensive in nature uh, and are fiduciaries. And uh, thank you for being here for the show today. Thank you for being interested in working through some of these dynamics. And I hope this has been helpful to take you through. And, and I know it can be overwhelming. There's a lot of pieces to it. But as a lot of this stuff is, it is complicated. You only get to do this once. You want to make sure you get it right. And my goal here is to give you as much information as possible um, so that you're empowered. And I highly encourage you to go see a professional who can help you so you don't make mistakes on your own. And that you can have that retirement that you've saved so long for, you've worked so hard for, and that you deserve. All right. See you next week. Thanks for being here on the show. Bye-bye. Carl Wolston is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Thrive Retirement Planning and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.